walk the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning. Morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, hour number three of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with Ann Clapp. And my esteemed colleague, Brother Rufus Edmonston, is across the way there. Yeah, by the way, we heard from our esteemed Joe the Bouncer. He's up in Virginia doing a beautiful job on a deck. Oh, and uh, I told must him, not be raining up there. We had a little no, rain pass through here. Apparently not, and so he said he loved the show. Thank uh, you, thank you, so, Joe. Well, so, that's fantastic. Well, we hope to see them again soon. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Even maybe? if you just pop up in our parking lot or something. <laughs> Yeah. We uh, well, they, you know, we we'll be at uh, Campbell Road Nursery next week for they, remote. Well, we, and, we don't uh, know. We might just see Joe the Bouncer. That's right. They there. were they were at our last one there, which was in May. Mm-hmm. So yeah, come on by. But uh, yeah, Joe. So he's working on a deck. That's tough work. Is he? I wonder if he's staining it. Or yeah, if it he's, looks like he's helping do the whole thing. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's tough work. 
919-860-9783. Nelson Cox, owner of Garden Hut, is with us. Brought some beautiful plants this, this morning, especially the Japanese maples and different colors, different fall colors, and they are looking great right now. Uh, if you look around, you'll see a lot of Jap- – the maples look good anyway. The We didn't talk about the dogwoods even look good. Dogwoods are really nice right now, nice, deep, rich colors. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, the sugar maples, too. You can always tell. We don't have that many sugar, sugar maples around here, do we? Not too many, but, I mean, you'd be surprised a fair yeah. amount. Um, you just see some really – Green Mountain is one of the varieties. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's – let's see, what's the one? Legacy is what, oh, yeah. what I really like, uh, the – rich kind of golden to orange color heat that's a beautiful mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. it is it's really nice uh, i think we have an upright version too but um but yeah the dogwoods are really colored up uh, we we've got a pretty nice selection of um the dogwoods right now both white pink red um just went ahead and pulled a bunch in because I, I was fearful we wouldn't be able to have them for spring and so if we sell through them now great but um you know uh, budded up you can see the buds on them really nice so really excited to to have them and uh get them to overwinter and you know just enjoy their fall color now the korean dogwoods seem to work a little better around here seem to be a little more heat tolerant but i haven't uh, I, i'll have to walk by there's some folks that have uh two or three in our neighborhood i have to check out their fall color yeah i guess some of them that the chinese dogwood the uh, Kusa dogwoods. Yeah, the Kusa. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking of. It's yeah. Chinese dogwood. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what you're here for to correct me. So <laughs> <laughs> I always need somebody to correct me. Nah. Yeah, I do it. too. But yeah, the Kusa. I don't know why I was thinking of the Korean. I was I was thinking about the Korean spice bush. Uh huh. Which is, yeah, it is a great fragrance. That, that may be my favorite fragrance in the landscape. Uh, not the gar- uh, I love the gardenia. I love uh, the osmanthus, but the Korean spice bush. It doesn't bloom very long. Mm-mm, it doesn't. Yeah. But uh, I love that fragrance. It's it like is. candy of some kind. And and of course the uh, I've mentioned many times the the winter sweet. Winter sweet is can, a uh, some one. of the varieties can really be nice. All right, uh, Mary is in Raleigh. Mary, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hi there. Hi. Um, I really always enjoy your show, and part of the fun of it is the camaraderie that you all share on the show. Yeah, we like each other. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I just wanted to check in with you. Um, I'm um, building on to my children's home, uh, just a mini town home, and we have to be uh, 10 feet off the property line, of course, but um, we're having to take out a bunch of really established camellias and and taking down some trees that are on the line that are further out um, just for um, the build and and to make it safer for the property. And I'm just, I heard you talking about the acanthus, and I'm kind of wondering, this is, this would be on the um, south side, but of course, there's a house next door. It's not, it's not a big house, but we're probably... Oh, maybe 30 feet in between the two structures. So I'm, I'm just wondering, would the acanthus be a suitable and a fast enough growing that I'd, I'd want to plant it along there? Uh, you mentioned acanthus. I'm not sure we've spoken of that plant during this show today. 
Um, well, maybe I misunderstood you. You were talking about it earlier, and the, the, the various—you were talking about something earlier, and the various colors. You may have mentioned—I don't know—Elysium. We've talked about uh, Elysium, Mahonia. Yeah, I don't know. Anus, well, maybe Anus, Elysium. I, I don't remember Miss Canthus being. Or she said acanthus. Acanthus. Yeah, which is a perennial, broad, okay. evergreen. So it <laughs> does exist, but. Um, well, okay. But it doesn't matter. You suggest that would be, you know, and Laura Petalum can be really fast growing. Um, what would you suggest a pro- a go- along a property line that would be pretty? You know, aside from something like Leo and Cypress, that's going to just several several things. I would plant, uh, as we've mentioned, I wouldn't plant just one thing if you can. And you said it's pretty sunny or shady. Well, some of both. It's, I would say it's it's probably in between because we're going to have these big trees taken out, so there will be more sun. Yes, okay. but it is to, on the south side of the house. Now, how how tall and how wide do you want these things to get? Well. Uh, probably not more than, oh, maybe 15 feet and, okay. uh, you know, just a, a nice a nice bushy shrub that would go out maybe. It, it could certainly go out 10 feet. Okay. So, yeah, you have lots of options. And as Rayleigh mentioned, I would do a mix. So the Elysium, Florida Sunshine, maybe a Laura Pedulum. There's also, um, the, which both have great color, there's also... Um, a uh, kind of a, if you will, a green giant called North Pole that's only going to get about 15 feet tight, upright, vertical. Just if you need, you know, something that has um, a little different habit and height to mix into that border. Um, you know, even even just simple wax myrtles, um, you know, you could probably mix in some. Fragrant osmanthus. Fragrant osmanthus. There you go. That would be mm. a perfect uh, opportunity to put something like that in there. Um, so okay. you have like a really great um, palette to, to to work with as far as um, just diversifying and mixing. Um, you know, you could even do like a teddy bear magnolia. You could do um, now. How how tall does that get? A teddy bears still pr- very slow growing, but um, you know, you're you're talking twenty feet. Yeah. That's I've yeah, seen. That's they're right they're right. around uh, NC State and and Chapel Hills campus. Both mm-hmm. have uh, walls and walls. Mm-hmm. They're, they're hedges, but they are almost walls of of magnolias. Mm-hmm. So wow, okay. yeah, it's it's really even on Western Boulevard. There's there are some that NC State has planted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll go look. Yeah. Do Chindo viburnum, and that's going to get pretty lar- really large. Yeah, but um, there's just a lot of great plants that can give you that diversity of foliage in color or flower in color um, and and provide that barrier and give you the different, like I say, colors, whether it's from flowers or foliage or in, and as well texture. So you, you've got a perfect uh, site to choose um, many great plants. Is this something she should do? When are you planning to do this? Right now, or I mean, look at this. This yeah. is that building now. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So it'll be spring before you actually do any of this. 
before we're planting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but well, I mean, that'd be more of a selection of plants by then. Oh, but. yeah. But, I mean, you know, we talked, spoke earlier about even conifers. Goodness gracious. Yeah. I mean, you could slip the cypress is a, just uh, unbelievable. Yeah, you could slip the fern spray spy, cypress, the Cripsia cypress. This is the lace fern cypress. But slip one of these cuttings in a little Fraser fir wreath, that'd be popping beautiful. Yeah. Add your red bow so, you you know, you can use your foliage for, you know, indoor decor and, and stuff as well. Well, Mary, you need to go to a good garden center like uh, Logan's or Campbell Road or, or the Garden Hut. Since you're talking to Nelson this morning, you ought to go out and talk to her and, and further yeah. this conversation. Any of your garden well, centers. Well, I would like to do that. That's great. Let me ask you one last thing. What about a Cuba? If you're shady enough, yeah. um, certainly. There's some interesting okay. varieties of that. There are there's a disease that uh, that affects that uh, you get black really black rot. leaves. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of a black rot, but black root rot. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they don't last very long. Other times they they will. So. Start in good clean soil. Um, keep avoid from uh, too much moisture. It should do pretty well for you. You might consider fatsia. It it grows rather rapidly. I'm sorry. What was that? Fatsia. F a t s. SIA okay. okay has great incredible flowers that I don't know what what they, they're not exactly flowers they're the, the arbor scandens they're spikes <laughs> yeah the the fatsia almost looks like a a house plant mm-hmm. that is very tolerant of shade now Rufus you have one that's eight feet tall how how and that's that you've had that a pretty good while yes I, I have. Say. And it's at least six feet wide. Yeah. And you can trim those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it looks. All right. And I. It, may I ask one more question? Well, yes, ma'am. Sure. Um, someone called earlier about that Norfolk pine, mm-hmm. um, and I, I was, I just didn't realize it was from an island in the Pacific. <laughs> yep. To my knowledge. So, oh, absolutely, and that's why it's very tropical. Yeah. Now. I, for the cold weather, I'm right now. I'm in a condo with a south-facing balcony, and I have shades that um, I can uh, bring down and then in the night. And what I did last winter was cause all my plants to survive by turning on the balcony lights and just bringing the shades down, and it was enough to offset the outdoor temperatures. I'm wondering if a Norfolk pine would work in that. I think it would. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Now, Norfolk Island is an external territory of Australia located in the Pacific Ocean between New Zealand and New Caledonia. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It looks very pretty, too, the the island. I kept a Norfolk Island pine for approximately 20 years, and it got so huge, I couldn't, as much as I uh, trimmed it, I couldn't keep it. It just got so big, and I gave it away to somebody who keeps it in their garage. Oh, wow. All right. Well, they're very graceful, so it's a pretty, pretty shrub. Yeah, so. it is. Very popular. All right. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> you know, something Thank that you. looks Bye. similar to that is uh, the Gayakuru cryptomeria. Oh, um, yes. Cryptomeria. Yeah, that's going to be one of your uh, you know, 12 to 15-foot growing cryptos that has yeah. a similar... Good, reliable plant. Mm-hmm. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF. It's 1021 919 860 9783.
You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1025 of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, also Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuqua Verena. Cranberries find a place on our table uh, many times of the year for some, usually Thanksgiving, Christmas for most of us. But our, our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited want you to uh, take part in a little contest because, you know, birds like cranberries, too. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited is at Falls Center in Raleigh and Crescent Common Shopping Center in Cary, and they're giving away a chance to win a cranberry cylinder and 20 pounds of their choice blend. Now, register to win this prize by going to either the WPTF Facebook page or the Weekend Gardener Facebook page, and the prize will be given away on December 6th. So go to WPTF's Facebook page or Weekend Gardener Facebook page right now, and good luck to you. 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Anything else you can think of that we didn't mention, uh, Nelsa, for uh, – for Mary and her her hedge or barrier. Oh well, I'm sure. Whoops, there we um, go. That's okay. I'm sure there is, but um, we were talking about the Gaiakuru cryptomeria uh, or fortunes. It, it, I mean, they're they're stunning. Um, you know, just a different texture, and to me, that kind of has the texture of the Norfolk Island pine that we were talking about. So yeah. I kind of threw that out there, but. Um, like I say, there are tons of plants. I mean, you could get some with um, with large leaves, some with small leaves, some with needles, uh, some that are upright, some that are wide, some that are fragrant, um, some that, you know, flower or foliage. So uh, there's tons of options for Miss Mary. Yeah, and it it is – explain why it's so good to to not have just one one type of plant in a hedge but to have several types. Well, I mean, you know, first of all, you may have um, some plants that are functional, but maybe deer are browsing them. So mm-hmm. if you had a whole row of just that, then, you know, it may, may not bode well. And the deer may say, hmm, here's, here's a hedgerow we want to get after, versus if it's mixed, they may not tend to, to go towards that. Um, the other thing is, and most importantly is, if there's, um, you know, pests that are targeting um, certain plants, whether it's boars or whether it's conifers or, um, you know, Japanese beetles or whatever, then uh, there's enough diversity in that particular border that you may not have an attack on that one plant. Or if you do, then your other, you know, 12 plants are going to be fine and you're only losing one versus losing all of the same. So that whole monoculture um, kind of plays into role. Um, so that that would be one of the, the biggest reasons to diversify um to me um it would just be for the simply um you know beautification and the different textures and colors is why i would want to diversify so yeah now rufus had leland cypress that was a very popular trend for a while but uh, now have, do you have any more of them or have you gotten oh there's still probably 20 on the place oh wow they're huge huge and, and you had a bunch of red tip fatinia is also a barrier uh, uh, at one time. That the, the the disease got all but three, and I've kept uh, the wonderful people at uh, Bartlett Bartlett busy 
yeah. spraying it, and because right. I, I just can't have it all gone. So I, I, I agree. Don't go out there and put 50 yeah. bleeding slappers around like I did just because somebody gave them to you. <laughs> Who would have thought on this program we could go from Roxabelle to Norfolk Island in in one show? <laughs> yeah, you just never know what you're going to hear on this, this uh, show. We'll, we'll be back. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1035. Uh, with the weekend garden, what are y'all talking about? Me chomping again on my, uh, my lips. Said, my lips peanuts, smacking. He said the peanuts are so good. Well, we're it? on the home stretch. You can start up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to bother anybody, I don't mm-hmm. think. Well, they just want to know if there's a mule eating briars. Your mother would tell you not to smack at the table, though, wouldn't she? Uh, she would smack me at the table if I smacked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh me! Well, you were you were smacking on Baker's peanuts from the Garden Hut that uh, came by way of Roxabelle, North Carolina, yes. uh, Bertie County. So everybody's been chomping on those this morning. So you've got you're, you're giving some of those away today. We are because it's are. a special day. They just talked about it on uh, CBS. Yes, and you, you can pick out. Uh, gosh, we had what we had salt and pepper. We had Rufus was eating dark chocolate. Um, I was eating the uh, Carolina uh, Cajun peanuts, but we've got the Carolina Reaper. We've got the milk chocolate. We've got, I think, Mike, you got the white chocolate for sweet Melissa. So you got a uh, Carolina Reaper? We do. Oh, my God. And I can't handle it. And you know oh, I like Lord. it hot. It's, it's like that chocolate candy I brought you all from Asheville. Yes. Rough stuff. Lord, that was good, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we ever make it back up there, we'll we'll bring some back. But, I hope uh, they're still open. The Bertie County salted peanuts and, you know, just lots of, lots of peanuts. Come get them, babe. <laughs> yeah, and a small business uh, Saturday. shop, shop, shop Saturday. To, yeah, so shop with your – shop local. I recommend that anyway. I just saw the garden hut. Uh, one of our gals posted some pictures of several of the uh, customers that have been in this morning. And I was like, look, there's my friend Angela. Yeah. There's my friend uh, Dr. Larson's daughter was there. Remember Dr. Larson that yeah. always wore the flowery ties? His daughter, yeah. Linda, saw a picture of her. Uh, so I was like, oh. How's Dr. I Johnson doing? Get back. I haven't seen Dr. Johnson in a while. I got my mask on. Uh, Dr. Bob is doing well. Um, he, well, he was in the shop um, for open house. I saw him. Okay. Yeah. Well, I hope he's still listening to the show. I bet he is. He's hey, one Dr. of our Bob. stalwarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's our a part yeah, of the family. We, have, we haven't heard from Steve either in that in a while. I, I, yeah. I know, what happened, from, Steve? From Chatham County. I don't know. No, I'm talking about Steve, our daily. Uh, from oh yeah, yeah, from Garner. Yeah, yeah. Wife kept Mike. kept him under wraps for a few weeks. Yeah, probably so, so he can settle down. Yeah, he get <laughs> he loves his daylilies. I guess there's not a whole lot happening with daylilies right now, anyway. But Rufus is coming by the garden hut today, and we do have his books if anyone needs one autographed. And oh, God, my I had yeah. I had three of them I bought uh, when we were out there, mm-hmm. and I was going to bring them by today to get you to autograph them, but I forgot to, and then, to bring them. Make a good Christmas gift. Yeah, yeah that's what and, I got them for. And then I want to throw a shout-out to another Fuquay business, because Rufus is going to pick his pants up at Ashworth's. You lost yeah. your pants at Ashworth's? <laughs> I lost my pants. That was one heck of a poker oh. game I tell y'all had. Gee whiz. So, uh, well, that's... That's some fancy stuff out there, Rufus. Oh, that's one of the finest men's shops in, in all of the South. It is. 
It is. So, um, and so been there what over a hundred years? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah at least. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna buy some some plaid ones? Well, I I have already purchased them, and, and they, I left them with Steve to be altered. And oh, okay. Of course, I put on ten pounds in the past two weeks. <laughs> so, and so, so you're gonna have to go refit the pants. Refit. Oh. Oh well. Well, they'll be. They will last you a long time. But, uh, any, any I'm probably going because he gives me cigars. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, he has a cigar section, doesn't he? He certainly does. Got a box. What and a little box? room you can go in and smoke them. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anything about cigars. The only, only cigar I've ever smoked was a Swisher Sweet. <laughs> And that was when I was a cadet at Oak Ridge Military. You weren't smoking much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I was. It didn't oh, taste yeah. good anyway. So, at any rate, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Nelsa, what are, uh, what are some things we can be doing in the landscape right now? We're all busy with, with the holidays, but we can't neglect the landscape. Well, taking advantage of the the warm weather, the nice weather we have is is one thing you can do. Um, if you are in a home or an area that has lots of hardwoods or pine trees, um, they're they're coming down, and it's important to stay on top of keeping those leaves off your grass and keeping them kind of out of your out of your beds. And so, just doing a nice cleanup. Um, you know, checking the property for uh, perennials that are dying down and maybe clipping those back, tidying them up. Um, if you've had pest problems on, um, you know, like camellias or, um, you know, one of the one of the plants uh, like hydrangeas, we have customers that bring those in, and especially towards the end of the season, they they get these little black spots, and um, you know, they're like, oh my goodness, what do we do? I, I had some in last weekend bringing me samples, and. You know, I'm like, look, they're all getting ready to fall off. Just clean them up, do a thorough job, maybe replenish the mulch there, uh, start out fresh next year, spraying an oil to combat those uh, bacterial spots. But just doing a good thorough walkthrough, getting any diseased or damaged leaves up, uh, dead wood out. Um, and be happy. It's been so warm. Take your annuals out of your summer annuals out of pots. Come get some violas, maybe plant some bulbs under that. Um, now's a great time to plant bulbs, um, but just refreshing with cabbages and kales and, um, you know, just... You could do some snaps, too. You could do some snaps. Great point. Dusty Dianthus. Miller. Dianthus. Dusty Miller. Uh, Viola's pansies. Um, so, you know, and maybe you're looking for a small little evergreen, a little dwarf Alberta or... Uh, just a small little conifer to put in one of your containers. Um, so What's going to last the longest among those small evergreens for, for your containers? Well, I mean, even some of the um, the little small gallon conifers, you very well could uh, leave them in those containers for up to three years. Then you could take the option of uh, either root pruning them or just planting them out in your landscape and starting over with another conifer in your container. The dwarf Albertas are probably going to last a pretty long time um, because they're just so slow growing. There's plants like dwarf curly leaf ligustrum that will last quite some time in a container, or sky pencil holly. Those are much more much more manageable to keep kind of contained and, and not uh, grow so fast and grow out grow grow out of the pot. So, a lot of people want to prune this time of year. You mentioned trimming, kind of tidying mm-hmm. up things, but what about pruning? You have to be kind of careful with that a little bit careful um like i say if it's if it's something that's um if the foliage isn't off the off of the plant then i wouldn't prune 
uh, if this is if it's a deciduous tree or you know so a crepe myrtle or a dogwood or maple tree, I would not prune not till we're it's really or fruit trees even wait till it's dormant, dormant, dormant. Uh, but if it's an evergreen uh, and it's grown kind of out of out of uh, shape or size too big, you know, it depends. Is it something that's going to flower in the spring and then you're cutting the blooms off? Or is it, um, you know, a plant that is just too big and you're not worried about losing blooms or it's not going to bloom, uh, but is it the right time? I would wait till we get into a consistent cold period if you're going to prune or wait until um, the spring of the year. Yeah, that's uh, that. It's always a little little tricky to deal with pruning. Um, what about gardenias, for uh, instance? As far as like pruning, or, yeah, uh, it's not necessary to prune them at this point. Um, you know, again, if some of them have gotten a little oversized, I think that was a question we had a couple weeks ago. I, I just would wait till we get into a, a colder time period. Yeah. Uh, Rufus had a buddy that was saying, "Climbs uh, Hardy, big, uh, not big, John, but uh, Joe the Bouncer." Uh-huh. Yeah, had that. But he's yeah. in D.C. He's up. He's listening to us up near D.C. Yeah. this morning. Uh, so, how would you handle a climbs hardy? And what what was it? He has that still well, in he, a container. He wanted, to, he wanted to move it in, and uh, it's not that much different because I've lived in both places, mm-hmm. and it's not that much different climate up up in D.C. areas. It is here, and uh, of course, the gardenia is extremely hardy. Well, it depends on whether he's in a home or is he in a uh, kind of a Wait, no, he's got condo. A big, he's or, got a big home, and he was so worried about the the freeze hitting his gardenia. And I, of course, I, if you're listening, uh, Joe the Bowser, I don't know why you've got that gardenia in a pot anyway. Why have you not got it in the ground where it belongs? <laughs> Are you scolding Joe the Bowser? Yeah, just a little bit, but not not much. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Yeah, I think if it's a big enough size plant in the ground would be great. If it's just a small plant he picked up, then maybe he's okay if he brings it in. Or maybe it's one of those uh, hot, well, hot house gardenias. It is a cold hardy plant it, it is. to a certain extent. It is among it those is. Yep. gardenias. Absolutely. So that should help. But you say in a protected area. What do you mean by a protected area? Well, I mean if it's um, you know got some some warmth and sun versus if it's just staying primarily on the north side and never gets any sunlight or stays frozen all winter mm-hmm. um, possibly could be hurt i think if our memory serves me correctly i think the climbs hardy uh, was kind of discovered uh, in the lath house the old lath house at the arboretum mm-hmm. and i believe it was i think there were several gardenias that were um, just out on a gravel and under the lath and i think it was when we got pretty cold i want to say Maybe down to minus nine wow. uh, back in 84 or 5, 85, I believe it was. Um, and there was the one sole surviving uh, gardenia, and I think uh, that was propagated and became Climbs Hardy. I think I'm telling that story right. That's what yeah. I remember. I okay. remember seeing the plant. Uh, could have been after that. It may have been in the 90s with another cold we had. Um, I'd have to do some research, but I do remember seeing the one lone plant sitting there. Sure, and it's be- obviously better for uh, the D.C. area than than, than sure. some other types right. of gardenias, possibly. Right. So, Joe, I hope hope that helps you. And it's the lath, as as uh, Nelson said, the lath house, not the laugh house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not where you walk in and bust out laughing. 
So, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Let's uh, talk to Aaron and Carrie. Aaron, good morning. You're on WPTF. Hey, I enjoy your show and appreciate your advice. Thank you. I have a uh, piece of uh, a lot in Garner, and I planted some fig trees. They're probably six years old. They're pretty big. They've never fruited, and uh, I also have some pomegranate trees that are probably 10 foot tall and uh, some uh, kiwi vines, that, a couple of them that have done really good. They're vigorous, but they never flower. Mm-hmm. The pomegranates, the uh, kiwis don't flower. So I'm just, I have an idea what's wrong, but I was wondering if, if you guys have any ideas. Well, the kiwi, uh, you may need <clears throat> a male um or a, or a female, I guess, uh, because those are sexed. But the pomegranate, um, I'm not sure why that wouldn't be flowering, uh, fruiting for you. I'm assuming you get good sun. Um, in regards to the fig tree, you said six years and they're getting large. I mean, they're very tolerant of being pruned. Um, so you can cut them back hard or you can cut... Um, some limbs more than others and, you know, maybe uh, just be selective with pruning it. Um, but they're, you know, you get into dead of winter, it's a great time to prune. <clears throat> yeah, if you prune up. But it should be, you should be getting, you said figs, right? Yeah. Figs? You should have been getting figs. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't figure it out because, I mean, they're big. Give it a prune pruning and try to stimulate it. You know, maybe have a soil test done. Um, they're usually pretty reliable. Do you know what variety? Uh, I assume they're Celeste or Brown Turkey or some some common variety. Yeah, yeah I've got a couple different varieties. One of them, <laughs> the biggest one is Brown Turkey. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's Black Mission. And uh, I got, I bought a, like a Turkish one. And uh, I have a Celeste, too. Now, the Celeste did put a couple on this year, but still, just maybe two. Well, you, you mentioned you thought you might know what was going on. Um, what What do you, I mean, is the soil wet? Is it Are you over-fertilizing, for instance? <clears throat> and over-fertilizing yeah, I, is a problem. Yeah, it could be for something that fruits or blooms. I, I put a lot of mulch around them. I thought, well, maybe it's too much nitrogen, but I did a soil test this year, and I think it might be low on potassium and phosphorus. Well, another thing that, you know, makes perfect common sense is, I mean, do do you have any flowers, um, zinnias, sunflowers? I mean, so you got to have bees, so you got to have the insect pollinators to pollinate, like your pomegranate, Um and the kiwi, that that type of thing. So, are you you're just saying you're not getting any flowers? Period. So, right, no flowers. Um, now, I've got some blueberry bushes out there. They they do fine. Uh, huh. They so and blackberry, wild black blackberries. There's plenty of bees and you know on the flowers for those. So. I'm thinking it must be a chemical deficiency or something like that. I know one lady told me one time to put uh, rocks uh, around the 
base of fig trees, like uh, river rocks, because I think she said they had calcium in them. So mm. I don't know if you guys had heard that or not. Rufus, I, you, you've got some good quality old plants out there that are Over, very reliable. Almost 100 years old. But and, you haven't done a whole lot to them. And they're Celeste, and they, they just they just simply, they're on the south side of the house. I, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes neglect is the best thing for, for plants like that. If you don't want to fertilize too much, water too much, et cetera. Any other thoughts on on Aaron's problem? Well, I mean, I, you know, just trying to browse about pomegranates, and it, oh, yeah. there are some that are um, considered more ornamental. Uh, it still doesn't explain why he's not getting the, the flower. Um, but apparently there are some pomegranates uh, more ornamental than they are fruiting. But, you know, again, it just sounds like you're not getting flowers, so you're not getting fruit. So I guess just going with the soil test and, uh, you know, making sure it's not a dense, uh, heavy soil and then uh, getting the results back and um, kind of going from there. And I would do a sample box for each type of uh, plant that you have. So... But the pomegranates, I know, uh, you know, are self-pollinating. Um, the only one I questioned was the kiwi. I mean, your, your figs and your pomegranate should be fine as, as singles. Mm-hmm. As long as they're getting enough sun. Yeah, yeah they need the good sunlight. The sun so. is, is the important part, too. Right. Hope that helps, Aaron. Yes, uh, I'll think about that. And uh, I do have a – the kiwi does have a male and female. So there's two males and a female. So. Okay. But they just don't flower, so uh, I don't know. I'll yeah, well, keep us updated on this, and uh, yeah. let us know if, if you get any blooms. Call us immediately. Okay. Take a stick and beat the plants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Aaron. Sure. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. On Not much, but some of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right. Let's see if we can get to uh, – oh, there's Stephen Garner. Oh, hi, We, we mentioned Stephen Garner. By golly, we got Stephen Garner. Hey, hey, Steve, how are you? Am I that famous? Uh, you are. Yeah, uh, everybody yes. connected with this show, apparently, uh, but me, is famous. <laughs> so, Hey, um – there is a white flowering uh, weed that's growing up along the side of the road now. Baccarus. Uh, it's uh, ground cell. Baccarus. Is that what you call it? Yeah, I thought it was. I, I pulled one up and transplanted it thinking it was a beauty berry. <laughs> oh, good heavens. <laughs> it bloomed this fall, and I said, uh-oh. <laughs> So are we talking about the the stuff that's all along? I used to see it down toward the coast, all along the highway, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a real. It's tough. It you're starting to see it in neighborhoods. I don't think people really want it, but they they may not know what they have. You might have a big crop next well, year, I Steve. Do. But that thing's got a million seed pods on it. So yeah, yeah. And they're the blowing around. In the Aster family, but yeah. it's Bacchus. Uh, I, did, I didn't want to share it with anybody, so I just cut it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Uh, it, it, we've talked about it uh, on the show before, but it, it is a real scourge. 
Yeah, but it's pretty. It, yeah, you, it's, you can, it's about the can, only thing blooming out on the highway yeah, you right now. You can dry it, preserve it, put it in wreaths, mm-hmm. uh, herb wreaths. I mean, it's, it's yeah. really a pretty plant. I saw the – I don't know if it was from that plant, but they you could – driving along the other day, you could see stuff blowing all over the place. Yeah. So there are a lot of seeds and around. it's a hardwood, too. It's not just a regular weed. It's It's got a substantial trunk on it. Yeah, it yeah. can get fairly big. Yeah, the leaves um, – when, when it's not flowering, when you come up on it and you see the leaves, they almost look like wax myrtle leaves. Yeah, it's a well. It looked a lot like a, a, the, the the shape of a beauty berry too. That's why it fooled me. Oh, I, I don't know. I've never. I've, I've been scared too scared to get up close to one. Afraid <laughs> 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 I'd have them growing all over me. Yeah. Well, it. We got it. It imported itself somewhere. It, it sure did, because I used to just see it along uh, 17 or, or somewhere down toward the coast, but now it's all all over the place. At least it's made it to Raleigh. Steve, I appreciate you calling, buddy. We're about out of time. Yeah, I, I, thank you for the information. It was yeah, helpful. thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, something to share along to people. Glad to know you're alive, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, people need to check in. Our, our All our family needs to check in, especially during Thanksgiving. Very true. Well, I try. Thanks, thanks Steve. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you for talking to me. All righty. Ruth is still hanging on. Ruth, hold on. We'll, we'll get you off the air here real quick. Uh, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Miss Nelson, thank you so much for, for taking the time to come over here from the Garden Hut in Fuqua Arena. Shop local. Shop uh, small. Ms. Ann, Brother Rufus, take care. Everybody else, uh, God love you. We'll, we'll see you next week.